This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Tuesday, August 11th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am joined by Dwayne Long. Dan Rubin is on assignment. That's what we call vacations, you know, in 2020. He's on assignment. Dwayne, what a crazy day yesterday. It looked like the Big Ten was going to cancel its football season. Sounds like, you know, the players and the coaches and, you know, the fans and everybody with the backlash to that news might have caused the Big Ten presidents to change their mind. We'll find out. They have a meeting today at 10.30 a.m. We're supposed to hear a decision uh, about the season after that, whether they're going to cancel it, push it back, start on time, whatever it is. But before we get to that, what a crazy day yesterday. What do you think happened with uh, some of the misinformation that was out there and some of the maybe the changing minds that were out there? I I don't know if it was that or not, Dave. I got to tell you. I, I think that they may have floated that out there to just see what the reaction was going to be. You know, it, it, I mean, that that is a major announcement. You, you know, that's something that is structured, discussed, tabled, then discussed some more before you come out with something where canceling college football in the Big Ten this year. That's just not something you just, uh, yeah, uh, we were just in a meeting. We're going to cancel the season. Yeah, I'm going to go grab some lunch. You don't do that. So I, I – and, you know, to give it to a, a – Dan Patrick is one that had it very, very early on. So – and, I, I mean, this is a legitimate guy. So it makes me think that maybe it was put out there on purpose just to see the reaction. And like you said, the, the reaction has been something that, that looks like it's going to have an impact. They were not ready. I don't think they were ready for this, though. They The, the fans – coaches coaches have come out basically against their own uh, administrations the players came out parents came out it just went it was a firestorm i don't know if they were ready for and now we're having another meeting today scott frost from nebraska without even being asked about it was you know he said listen if they're going to cancel the season we're going to have to look at all options meaning nebraska would go to a different conference for this year then Ryan Day was asked about that. He was on College Football Live yesterday about 5.30 p.m. Eastern time, right around there. And I tell you what, he must have gotten an okay from his higher-ups because he let it fly. And, uh, you know, Ryan Day was asked, you know, if, if you guys can't play in the Big Ten this year, would you consider going to another conference? And I thought he was going to give kind of a no comment, Dwayne. He basically said the same thing Scott Frost did. He said, we'll have to consider all options. So do you think that that would be a legit option, Ohio State joining a, another conference just for one year? Well, if they want to do that to have a season, yeah, but I don't understand why you got to leave the conference. Just have, a, you know, set a schedule. Who, who wants to play? All right, well, we've got a few weeks now to, to come up with a schedule, come up with 10 games, 
and or 11, 12, however many you want to come up with. And let's just go ahead and have a season. And at the end of it, we'll decide, okay, we're going to vote on a champion. We're going to play it out on the field. It, it, let's not get – I don't understand why you need to go to another conference to make this work. If that's what it takes, hey, you know what? Wouldn't you love to play Alabama during the season, LSU during the season, Georgia during the season? I think I could get right with that real quick. Uh, the ACC, not so much. You know, you got Clemson over there, and then it kind of drops off except for the possibility of playing Notre Dame. So I'm saying something like that. Who wants to play? Let's just play. And we'll worry about uh, – uh, as that season goes on, we'll worry about what we're going to do about a champion at the end of that. But I, I tell you another thing, Dave. i got to talk about this. From the beginning of this, this schedule, dumping the, the – uh, uh, out of conference made sense to me because that pushed us away from COVID. Moving the schedule forward never made sense to me anyway, or, or backward. It never made sense to me anyway. Get away from this. So the the, the possibilities of of uh, moving the season to September 26th is what they're talking about today, this morning already. I think that makes a lot more sense than than moving it. Uh, uh, back toward August. We're, we're still in COVID now. Let's try to get away from that. Uh, that makes a lot more sense to me. Just delay it, not not postpone, definitely not cancel, but just let's delay it for a few weeks. Let's see what happens. Russia's, Russia is now saying they have a vaccine. So let's see. Let's Let's just move it a few weeks. Let's try that. I think that's exactly what's going to happen today, Dwayne. That's a great point. I think what we're going to hear from, you know, I don't know if we're going to hear until later in the day, but this meeting that's happening at 1030 a.m. Eastern today, I think eventually we're going to hear the decision was to push it back to September 26th, and which was going to be the original date the Big Ten season was going to open anyway when you took, you know, took out the non-conference games. So when they announced the schedule last Wednesday, by the way, it's crazy. They had put this big schedule unveiling on Wednesday, and then three days later they're having a meeting to try and cancel the season. It's, it's amazing. Like, what changed in those three days? But I think that's what's going to happen today. I think that's the most reasonable outcome. I don't think they're going to cancel the season when they vote today. I do think they're going to vote to start on September 26th. And those that want to cancel – any presidents that want to cancel or any administrators that want to cancel, that gives them a chance to kind of kick the can down the road. And those of us that want to play football, maybe there'll be better news, like, you know, what kind of what you're articulating that maybe with the virus, there'll be some, some medical, you know, science that uh, some technology that uh, doesn't exist right now. So I I'm with you, man. I think that's, what's going to happen today. They're going to push the season back to September 26th. And Hey, as long as we have football, that's all I want. That's, that's all I'm asking for. Just, just play, stop this. Look, Dave, we, the high school teams are playing. It's a reduced schedule, but they're playing. The pros, they aren't even talking about canceling now. Soccer just finished their season. They went ahead. Baseball's playing. NBA's playing. NHL's playing. The only thing that's saying no is college football. This is ridiculous. We should not have to go without college football. I think you got a bunch of uh, CYA going here. With, a, with these college administrators, they're covering their asses. They don't want to get caught up in a situation where you put these guys back on the field and look what happened. Well, the guys are saying, we want to play. We'll deal with those repercussions. Everybody who is actually going to be at risk actually is going to be at less risk when you think about it because they're going to be in a contained situation. Uh, uh, Nick Saban was talking about that. It's just – he said that Alabama's um, – uh, contamination rate is 
Well, come on, it's that's far less than, than the national average. Put these guys in contained situations, bring them out. You know, you're going to practice, you're going to be around the same people, so the chances that they're going to be have zero contamination in a very short time, that could happen. And then, you know, we can put these guys out, let them play, and put them back in. Let's just have the season. Let's just do it. Can you imagine how crazy it would be if we had high school football in Ohio this year, but no Ohio State football? There's just no way that's going to happen. No way. I, I have a hard time believing that this is, you know, as I said, we're everybody's getting back to, to playing except college football. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. When they can contain it, you can put them in a bubble and keep them there and isolate them away from this. It's very easy. Same, same guys. You're not going to have, have people going in and out of there and just keep them there. And, and you know, they'll, they'll be a quarantine. They will actually be quarantined better than they are when they're out, you know, in public. That's, this doesn't make any sense. They've got to delay, I think, is what's going to happen today. They did not expect how many people, how vociferously people came out against the possibility of canceling the season. They, they were not ready for this. I, I do believe they floated it out there. They wanted to see if they had support. They thought they were going to get more support than they did. And when they saw it was a firestorm yesterday, you and I were both on the boards, and it was fans were going crazy yesterday. They could not believe it. They finally come to this decision to cancel the season. And uh, the reaction was just swift and just overwhelming. I think the Big Ten, first of all, I think you're totally right about the trial balloon. I think they just floated that out there to kind of see the reaction. They're like, whoa. And I'm sure they expected some backlash, but probably not as much as they got. I also think, Dwayne, curious to get your take on this. I think the Big Ten thought not only the Pac-12 would go with them, but I think they thought the other Power Five conferences would follow suit. And basically the other Power Five conferences said, you can fly a kite. We're not following suit. I absolutely believe they did. They thought that, okay, we're the Big Ten. Really, it's the Twin Towers and everybody else, the Big Ten and the SEC. Well, if one of the one of the towers falls, the other one is going to, too. That didn't happen. Complete dead silence from everybody else. The ACC didn't kick in. The Pac-12 didn't even kick in. And, and none of us have any respect for the Pac-12 anymore. You know, Big, Big 12 has had nothing to say. So uh, it's just you're standing out there by yourself. You are the emperor with no clothes. You're standing out there in the cold, and that's what happened, and just no support whatsoever. Uh, you know, did even the medical community, I haven't read anything where medical people have come out and said the Big Ten's doing the right thing. So uh, this was just a trial balloon got shot down before it got 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> that's right. And I've been advocating for – the players to sign a waiver. If they want to play, let them tell the university, I'll, I'll sign a legal document that says, I will not sue you if I get COVID-19. I will not sue you for any complications. And I thought the universities aren't doing that because they, they're afraid of the PR backlash. You're making these amateur athletes sign waivers, although you wouldn't be making them do it. They'd be doing it on their own volition. But I've been told by some attorneys, Dwayne, I find this interesting, that in some states that's not a legally binding document. And I, you know, I, I didn't go to law school, so I don't understand why that wouldn't be legally binding if both parties are willing to do that but apparently in some states um that is it's just not enforceable so i found that pretty interesting so those that are wondering about lawsuits 
um, and having the kids sign waivers. Apparently, that's a non-starter because in many states, it's not a legally binding document, which again, doesn't make any sense to me. But as uh, some attorneys told me, that's the reality. I wonder why, but uh, okay, you know, just, okay, we're going to have a football season with whoever is in our facility uh, by Sunday. If you want to play, come get your uniform, get ready to practice. That should be it across the country. If you're scared of COVID, okay, dude, <laughs> you know, you're uncomfortable about that. I know that some guys like asthma and, and, and there are other uh, uh, things that people are uh, hereditary diseases or just uh, uh, diseases are born with that could be very much affected by COVID more than others. I know asthma is, has been stated as one of them. Well, okay, you want to stay home? Stay home. That's okay. But those that want to play, here's where we're going to be, and we're moving forward from there. That should be all that needs, needs to happen. And the kids just came out so strongly. And, and as you said, Ryan Day has just – he just kicked in the door. Uh, Scott Frost did. Uh, Nick Saban has. I mean, y- you got to pay attention to the people who are actually going to be involved here. Even you know, Jim like, even Jim, Har- even Jim Harbaugh, it's like we're this, these strange bedfellows, you know, it's like everybody's on the same page now as far as Harbaugh, James Franklin, Ryan Day, like the Big Ten unity is real right now. Like when I saw Jim Harbaugh put his statement out, or maybe it was just an answer, I'm not sure if it was a statement, you know, I was like, way to go Harbaugh. I'm like, whoa, what, what just happened there? I got, I got on Twitter, got Ohio State fans praising Jim Harbaugh. This is the alternate universe we're living in right now, Dwayne. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it, it, it is bizarre. When you think about the guy, because we just had Ryan Day and, and Harbaugh kind of selling some Wolf tickets here, what, about a week ago? So, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with this. But, yeah, this is united uh, everybody. You know, we talk about a conference. Conferences together, it's united. Well, we're seeing it right now. The, the, and, and has anybody actually come out and said, I think the, the, that we should uh, cancel the season not one coach that I'm aware of they're saying this let's let us make our own decisions stop trying to dictate to us and you know that, that's there's a lot to that you know stop trying to tell us what to do and you know you want to say you're making us safe well that's my decision that should be we're not talking about even with the high school kids they're going to play these are now men. They're 18 years old. I don't think there's anybody in college on any football team that I'm aware of that's under 18. They can make their own decisions. And they're saying, we want to play. Let them play. Last thing, a lot of people have asked, what does this mean for the future of college football? Not just in 2020, but let's look ahead to 2021. Like With everything that's happening with name, image, and likeness, and the players talking about unionizing, and you know, teams threatening to go their own way, could – We've talked about this for years. Could the Power Five break away from the NCAA, kind of create its own, you know, governing body? Do you think that's a possibility? Do you think this might change college football where there's a legit chance the Power Five conferences could break away and have their own, instead of having a Mark Emmert type, you know, as the NCAA president, they could actually have a commissioner of college football? There's already a division. You've got, uh, you know, the separation between the smaller schools and the bigger schools. Well, let's do it again. The NCAA is so ineffective and so illogical. I'm watching guys get, get waivers to play, and then they take C.J. Saunders away from Ohio State. They don't let this kid. He's a walk-on, people, and you're going to take his opportunity to play one more season away from him. He had a legitimate injury. 
and they're not going to let him play that. And then they won't even explain it. I was so warm about that. I was yelling. I woke up my dogs. I was so mad about it. It just, it's ridiculous. The NCAA needs to go. We need to separate, go our own way, set our own things and really have a set of rules, Dave. It's the NCA is they're they're doing voodoo economics back there. We don't know what's going on, <laughs> and you know that they won't even explain why they denied C.J. Saunders, and they're allowing everybody else. They, the people are getting caught uh, uh, cheating. They don't do anything. It's just it's ridiculous. The NCAA as is it's outdated, and it just these power five are completely different than the other conferences. Let's just deal with that. That's just reality. That's right. You don't I don't mean, want to disrespect the others, but the, it, it's different. Absolutely. I mean, no one from the outside, the power five is going to compete for the national championship or even make the playoff. Anyway, they really should go out on their own. Great stuff from Dwayne long buck Nutters, We will keep you updated. The, again, the meeting 10 30 AM today. We'll hopefully sometime before noon, we will have the results of that meeting. Again, Dwayne and I both think the result today is going to be they're going to kick the can down the road to September 26th, but we will keep you updated on Bucknuts. Thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show, and thank you to Dwayne Long for his knowledge. Have a great one, Bucknutters.